0: Eight top tips on how to be a better estate agent from John Durant, who's been in the estate agency for over 53 years. John, thanks for joining me today. It's a pleasure. Don't forget to talk to your clients and talk to your prospective buyers. Prospective buyers, I imagine, um, not having been an agent Recently, I, I imagine that people with houses to sell haven't been on the top of the no list. local to sell no. That's right. Um, local local properties to sell. Um, they haven't been on the top of you know the call list. Uh, if you want to put it okay. uh, call it that. And you say call. I mean, obviously, is emailing okay? WhatsApp messages, text messages? No, I, I think it's. Um, I, I I I know I. Saw a previous interview that you did um, with a chap called Benjamin Dennehy, where he was where he was talking about um, relationship or the, not having a relationship with with people. And in fact, I believe the opposite. I believe that you do have to have a relationship with people. I bil- believe that you build a relationship best by talking to them. Um, so going back to my my first years in the state agency, I was left school at six sixteen. I think I was 17 or 18 when I went to Hugh Winter's office, I was called Mr. Mole. Uh, so I was sat in the corner of my of his office while he was having his um, you know bowl of soup and playing chess with the local lawyer, and he would come out and say hello, Mr. Mole, how you doing? You know, and I'd be phoning applicants and I'd be phoning people all day, and I'd be getting interest in in the properties and I'd be getting the properties on the market. Ringing out as an estate agent. Oh my God! I know. Listen to that one, kids. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's um. I mean, it's essential uh, really that you you do have relationships because if you if you don't ring out, then you're not actually okay. you know, who the hell are you? And indeed what's your second tip um see problems coming um before they actually happen so if you i, I spoke to about 12 months ago um or what after the after the rishi thing i was saying to state agents um people that i knew um do you know I think that the stamp duty holiday is gonna go is going to end badly. Um and uh, they were saying, I know, supply and demand, supply and demand, etc. And I'm I'm actually more interested in cause and effect. So why is the um, low supply and a high demand? Um because if you can if you can look at cause and effect um and try and you know, extrapolate forward, you know, what might happen because this happens, you know, interest rates go up, you know, for example um, we were talking about um, an increase in uh, house, household budgets, say, of £400 a month. £400 a month is equal to £80,000 on a mortgage at 3.5%. You're not going to take £80,000 out of um, and, and have no effect uh, on, the, on the property market. So you've got um, uh, cause and effect is, is much more interesting to me than supply and demand. If that's a result of supply and demand, uh, cause and effect is why it's happening. Um, so I think that that is, um, you know, very important to, uh, to look at. What's the third tip? Focus buyers on the long-term trend. So going back to 1973, um, the, what happened with the, with the property market then, um, what's happened since, that's the cakewalk, uh, you know, the, the, the 92, 82, all, 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 of those, all of those times that we had since, absolute cakewalk compared to, to back then. But in 1973, the average value was £4,000. Um, I was going down to um, houses in Chandler's Ford on the weekend uh, to, to sell houses to man a show house. And people were saying, £4,000, £4,500 for a detached house. That's outrageous. Um, but, you know, look at the long-term trend. And I think that also, um, you know, people who are concerned about uh, whether they should buy property or, or not at the moment, need to look at what interest rates they can achieve now because I suspect that interest rates will go up if they can get a long-term fix uh, now, then focus people on doing that um, and compare also uh, with what they might be expecting to pay uh, for rental uh, payments because if their um, you know, rental payment is two or £300 a month more than a mortgage will cost, yeah. then it's probably still going to be worth them doing it. Maybe so long as they're not going for a 95% mortgage. I don't even know if you can get 95% mortgage. Yes, no, can. But, uh, So if they're going for a 95% mortgage, then be prepared to stay there for a while uh, until the market recovers again um, and takes off. And, and so almost the state agents should be saying, well, you know, someone says I'm going to wait for the house prices to drop. Well, what are you actually going to cost you in your rent? And, yeah. Uh, you know, and actually come up with the answers. Uh, what it's going to cost you in your rent and also what it's going to cost you perhaps in a, in a higher interest rate yes, later indeed, on. Indeed. indeed. What's number four? Uh, well, the power of property marketing. Uh, done well. It's brilliant. You've got um, real exponents of this um, in the industry at the moment. People like uh, Sam Ashdown, um, Mr. and Mrs. Clark. Uh, they're fantastic at property marketing. Um, and um, what, what they achieve is, I believe, by being different um, to everybody else, I believe that people are going to them. And I think Sam Ashdown said on on a, a blog recently that I heard that, um, that she's got something like a a million pound turnover in two years. Well, that's quite unheard of um, you know, for an estate agent to uh, to be able to go from a standing stock in two years to a million turnover. Um, and Mr and Mrs Clark are growing um, you know, really, really fast. Um, I think that um, there is another uh, girl who's come to my notice called Isabella Rapaca. And she's really interesting because she only actually handles one or perhaps two houses at a time until they go under offer. So you're talking about, um, uh, you know, estate agents not having the time um, to do something, but if you actually do your property marketing beautifully, um, you know, she will go and and dress a house uh, for somebody and she her partner is a, um, an ex service guy, and he 's a brilliant photographer I taught him <laughs> um, and he was a photographer in the services, but I taught him property photography um, and and he's a, a fantastic videographer um, and he's you know what they 're turning out is fantastic, and people are going to them um, to uh, to ask them to sell their property so she'll have an open house uh, for each property um, and people' come along and say, we really love what you're doing here, can you handle it? She will say no if she can't. So she only takes on X number of houses um, to, uh, to sell. I think that's, um, you know, it's brave. Uh, I don't know if I would be brave enough to do it, but she's, she's succeeding um, and doing really well doing it. Number five? Uh, be different. Uh, you've got um, uh, people like Ed Mead, uh, who used to go out wearing his red fleece, um and turning up whereas everybody else would go out in a suit and tie um you have um historically a lot of people won't have heard of roy brooks but roy brooks was was funny there have been books written about him and about his um descriptions of properties um you know talk about air conditioning when in fact there was <laughs> no roof or whatever um and uh, if you can buy a, a roy Brooks um book uh, for uh, for somebody for christmas i think it would just be a, a good laugh so um being different it's about differentiation finding something that you're really good at um and concentrating on that and focusing on that and making sure that people know about it too there's no point you know keep hiding a light under a bushel it's mm-hmm. about making sure that you know what you're uh, that people know what you're good at and they'll come to you number six yeah slow down um don't rush a state agency isn't a sausage machine. Um, a state agency is about marketing and selling somebody's valuable investment. Um, if you if you take that approach and do it properly, then you 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 will have much more success uh, when you do it. It's it's you know just you're almost on a kind of hamster wheel. Um, get off. Um, and and do things properly the Isabella Rapaca um, approach that's that's the way to to go I think not for everybody and it wouldn't work in uh, the corporates but I I do think that um, actually I think the corporates could learn something by um, you know by taking a much more measured um, approach to every house that they take onto the market and treating it uh, with respect not as a number not as a number Number seven: Make sure that the client knows that you're working for them, and then do it. It's very simple. Um, if if you, that's that's how you get build trust. Um, and if you have trust, uh, then you you have reputation. If you have reputation, then you have something that is really valuable because that's when people uh, want to deal with you. They want to talk to you uh, because you're the person to go to because you help helped their friends. Uh, you did something extraordinary to help their sail through. Uh, it's about that. Lovely. And the last one, number eight. Take control. Um, there was um, a television programme I used to watch years ago. It was a guy called um, Andrew Winter, and it was called Selling Houses. And he would go into a house, and he would say, ooh... Um, The house would be on the market for a year and he would say, oh, I noticed that you've got um, a full size train set in your master bedroom and it doesn't look like you've done much gardening for a year and you want the same price as the house next door. Uh, Do you think these things uh, help you to sell your property? And they would say, oh, no, probably not. They look really sheepish. And then he would say, um, um, what does your estate agent say about that? And they would be much more animated now. They would say, well, our estate agent didn't say anything to us about it. Now it's his fault, OK? It's the estate agent's fault. So then he would call the estate agent in and he would say, why is this how sold? you've had it on the market for a year? And they would say, oh, well, you know, you've got, you've got um, a full-size train set in the master bedroom. The garden's not been done for a year. Black and Decker workbench in the, in the cloakroom. You've got motorcycle parts all over the kitchen. And then he would say, okay, um, and, and oh, by the way, they want the same price as the house next door, which is beautiful. And then he would say, okay, um, what, did, um, what have you said to the client about that? And the estate agent looked like a complete knobhead. Uh, he, That's a technical term. A technical term. Um, he looked like uh, an idiot because he spent his money trying to sell this property over, over the period of a year. It's interesting you used his money, when, but most estate agents don't think that way, do they? Well, they don't. And, and it's, it's sad, really, because if, if you take control of the situation, if you tell the client what's in it for them uh, to, to prepare the house and get it okay. on. Yeah. But they're afraid that they'll lose the listing. It's the little boy um, who says to the emperor, you haven't got any clothes on. Uh, it's, that, it's that kind of situation. But you, if you take control and if you explain to people, actually, if, if you do this, then your, the perception of value can increase uh, by up to 12%. That's the what's in it for them. This is why you're doing it. Thank you for your time today, it John. It's a pleasure.